Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In 49 other states, football is just a game. But this is Wisconsin. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. The Lombardi Trophy is coming home. Wisconsin fans demand the best. The best analysis, the best interviews, the best coverage, and no one delivers like the Bill Michaels Huddle. Good evening and welcome. Second hour of the Bill Michaels Huddle. We are broadcasting live. We're at Coach's Pub and Grill here on South 13th Street in Milwaukee. If you want to stop by and say hello, please come on in and say hello and Shake a hand, and uh, we can put a face to a name, that kind of thing. And come on by. Drew Burgoyne from CBS 58 is alongside. So is baby Tausch, Bill Schmidt from our flagship station out of Milwaukee, 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, talking Packers and 49ers. Packers now get ready for the New York football giants coming up this weekend uh, over at the MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. And uh, from then, uh, they have the run where they get Washington at home, Chicago at home, and then they close it out with Minnesota on the road and Detroit on the road this Thanksgiving day you got a couple of games you got three games as a matter of fact and you've got uh, the uh, Lions who are hosting the Bears we'll all be paying attention to that you also have another one coming up <laughs> between yeah between and you know what no Matthew Stafford he's right. got the bad back uh, their their backup is now out uh, apparently Matt Patricia's going to dress and, and nobody's going to know his beard in the helmet or something like that I don't know they don't <laughs> well good luck to the yeah. equipment staff they're, yeah, exactly goodness <laughs> gracious so their their quarterback I was all banged up <laughs> and then you've got uh, the, the, which is actually a good game the Buffalo Bills and AFC team on the road in Dallas so you've got that going on could be the final game for one Jason Gale. I was you just so? going to say if you it, lose to Buffalo at home on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving yeah Jerry Jones was setting the hook. I don't know. Uh, Bill, I, I know you've been around. You've seen the hook get yeah. set right on a fisherman where you drop it out and then you kind of reel it back in just a little yeah. bit. Make sure the hook is, is set right so there. So, in other words, Jerry is jerking the line right now. He, he <laughs> dropped yeah. it in there. He dropped yeah. it with a little bit of a bobber the other day saying, we can't get out coached like this. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He, he's 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 at home rubbing his ginger hair doll right now, hoping he, for the best. Uh, <laughs> he wants to be the head coach so bad. I know. Just do it. Just hire two guys, one to run the offense, one to run the defense, and, and let go Jerry put your 75-year-old yeah. body out there, wear a suit, be yourself, and yeah. go coach the team because I'm sick and tired of watching somebody try to coach it. I, what really I, I find still amazing is that D Jerry's press conference at the end of a game is bigger than Jason Garris' press no conference. No kidding. Yeah. At a big, at, it is so – he's the owner of the team. I respect his business. He has made some good moves. He's made more bad moves than good moves when 100%. it comes to the football operations. And it is so unbelievably disrespectful to hire a coach and then to publicly snip him every week. Every time. By doing your presser outside the same time. And he's got his own coach. radio show too, doesn't he's he? He's got his own radio yeah. show. Yeah, so. He does. He <laughs> is that, uh, that AT&T stadium, if it had pants, that, that's where the zipper would be. That's <laughs> that whole. Well, 
the guy That's has, Jerry Jones, man. And, and my favorite part is I've always found this great. Because all of a sudden, you know, you see Jerry Jones in the middle of a play, just like hand his glasses backwards. Yeah. And then, and then there's the son-in-law, who I always right. thought it was, which is like, all right, I guess i got to clean the guy's glasses yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> He's clean, wiping down the clean them off, yeah. make sure there's not a scratch on right. it or anything. And then he puts <laughs> these things back on, and you're like, is this the king of England? Yeah. See, if Oh, I, wait, no, it's the owner of the If I'm England. him, I go spend some of Jerry's money, and I buy like 50 pairs. Right. So when there he hands go. it up, right. I hand the next pair back Here's within your a second, one, and that makes me look good. Yeah. Because I've cleaned them so quick. Fast Little do I know, I just I, <laughs> then again I'm on video throwing it over my shoulder, saying like, you know, the hell with this, they're disposable. And then you've got the game on Thursday night, uh, and that is the Saints on the road with their nine and two record, taking on the Falcons at three and eight, who just again lost to a bad, uh, a bad Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, and I, I can't figure out the Saint or the uh, Falcons. Tough because to I thought life. I thought Dan Quinn was getting those guys to fight. And he did for those two weeks where they beat the Saints right. and, and uh, Panthers in back-to-back weeks. You thought maybe he was going to be on the redemption tour where he doesn't lose his job. Sure still seems like Dan Quinn's yeah. out at the end Those of the divisional games are tough, you know. Everyone knows each other so well, so maybe that actually turns out to be somewhat of a decent game. It'll be know. fun. You, you know, you never know. The but. only re- you got a couple of good games along the way coming up. We'll get more into this at the bottom of the hour, but you got San Fran, like I mentioned earlier, on the road taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, oh, yeah, that's got- the, the, the Titans and the Colts battling. Uh, they're at the same record, and they're going to be at the Lucas uh, Oil Stadium. The Browns have all of a sudden started winning games. The Steelers are trying to hang on uh, and trying to find themselves into and that's a wild just card. That's drama right there. That's right? drama waiting to happen, no doubt about it. Uh, you've got a good one between obviously the Raiders and the Chiefs, and both of those teams sitting with uh, above 500 records. The Texans are hosting the Patriots. So can that good defense game. stop? Uh, you know what's going on going on with uh, you know Tom Brady and company on a 10 and 1 record. And then the Monday night game is the Seahawks and the Vikings. This yeah, is good, good matchups this weekend. Last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of dogs. I mean, bad, oh, bad games. Bad you NFL have three games. marquee games that you'd want to see. Right. Yeah. And two would be on television. One, you'd have to go find it on, you know, some kind of streaming app yeah. or something. Well, and my favorite, part is, my favorite part is there's a couple of those games still, like Redskins. That's going to be the game where Scott Hansen on Red Zone, it's like a car crash where you kind of just right. have to tell somebody what's yeah. happening. And then randomly later on, you're like, huh. That Jets-Giants game is actually a little bit more enthusing right. than I wanted it to right. be or needed it to well, be. Well, the Jets right. are on the road taking on Cincinnati this weekend. Oh, you know how much I love myself, and, Sam Darnold. And here now playing. Sam Darnold gets back the red rifle as uh, Andy Dalton is back in the saddle. Oh, I thought you were talking about his New York Post article. No, earlier. no, yeah, no. Hey. He, gets, he gets to go. Hey, congratulations. He, good for Sammy D, by the way, man. You're out here living in New York City. Was that You're his first time? The top dude. No, the first time was when he was out with Mono. Oh. Um, so now he goes on out after a win, goes, parties it up a little bit, had himself a little bit of fun. Some relations, they right? To, they had to bring him out in the, in the uh, limo on the way back. That's my guy. That okay. is my dude right, right there. There you go. Jets covered, by the way. You know, uh, you, 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 can, you, can, you can live big in New York if you uh, get a couple wins under your belt. No kidding, right? Yeah. And, and, I mean, the dude's 23, 24 years old. American dream. E- even like. Latrell Sprewell found some in New York. 100%. You know? One of the ugliest dudes you'll ever see and, in your and, life. And that Don't guy. be choking anybody. <laughs> Chickens or coaches? Hey, hey. One. Nobody needs that. Hey, now. Nobody needs that. Hey, now. Tell you that right now. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. We are broadcasting live. We're here. Good Good note. Break. Good note. <laughs> Coach is Sorry, Mitch. No, i got to cut it off at this point. We're out. <laughs> We're taking a quick break. We're on South 13th Street here in Milwaukee. We're brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. When we come back, 
We'll talk a little bit more about this matchup coming up with uh, the uh, New York Giants and how much this actually means to getting this team back on track. And uh, if, uh, if they get a win, what will it mean? If anybody's going to get really excited over this, we'll talk about that when we come back. Stay tuned. Again, broadcasting live at Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street, home of the Big Boy Burger. they got a lot of stuff going on over here as well. They've got a tostada dinner going on right now, beef taquitos happening right now, baked French onion and corn chowder. Uh, there you have it. That's a Tuesday special, so you still got oh. some time to get in here. This, cribb this cribbage is getting really and, and intense. we got cribbage really. going on behind People us. We, we, got, we got games on. We I've got done play-by-play play of a lot of things, but never of uh, angry cribbage debate. This cribbage is getting legit, right. man. This one dude is giving me the Hawkeye for even looking now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're checking out his mom. Right. Well, well, hey, on I mean, that note, we're going to take a break break. Sam Darnold, baby. Oh, jeez. We got more of the Bill Michael title brought to you by Bud Light after this. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. are back. Thanks for taking a listen to the Bill Michael Suttle. We are broadcasting live on South 13th Street here in uh, Milwaukee. And uh, if you want to come on by, come on by. We're over here at Coach's Pub and Grill. And uh, we got uh, Baby Tausch is with us, Bill Schmidt. He's hanging out with us from 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Also from CBS 58, Drew Burgoyne is here as well and uh, taking, your, uh, taking your thoughts and such. And uh, also talking a lot about the Green Bay Packers. Now the Packers going from 49ers into New York. Um, if they get a win... What makes it impressive and what makes you feel like this team has put the train back on the tracks versus a bad win? Well, part of it has to be you got to force turnovers and you got to capitalize on those turnovers quickly because Daniel Jones is going to give you a bunch of opportunities. Right. Leads, the yeah. league in, leads the league in fumbles. He's up there in interceptions as well. He's going to give you plenty of opportunities to do it. And, and for me, you get out to a lead early. You establish the kind of football they want to play. This team is completely different, as most teams in the NFL. But this one in particular, the Green Bay Packers, are so different playing with a lead than they are when they are trailing and trying to come from behind. Because then I think you get into Aaron Rodgers' territory where he knows i got to make a play. i got to get it to Devontae. I need him to be able to be in here. When you have a lead and you can establish Aaron Jones and let the Smith boys get after the quarterback, and pin their ears back a little bit. You can even mix in Rashawn Gary. Man, 30, 34-7, like I know that sounds crazy to say I, I want a big double-digit victory. They're only given six and a half. So Las Vegas sees something in this game that they necessarily don't like all that much. you got to come in and establish a storm fort of a bit of dominance yeah, early. Right. Goodness I think Bill just had right? a stroke over there. I also didn't even have any Bud Lights yet. Yeah, so you got to establish that big boy. That was, that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> Got to establish some dominance early, so then you can you can coast a little bit later on in the day. I got to see a blowout. I mean, because if it's a if it's a close win, I mean, I'll take a win. It's fine. It's an NFC win. But the only thing that's really going to make me feel good is eventually getting into Minnesota and beating the Vikings. To yeah. me, I mean, I just feel like you've got three very winnable games that they should win. They should be favored in all of them, right? Um, so if they don't blow them out and we see pressure issues or if we continue to see the same thing where you're not utilizing Aaron Jones the way that everyone else seems, you know, that wants to see him utilized and it's the same, well, we got to give 
Devontae 10 to 12 targets, and mm -hmm. that's that's going to really start wearing on every fan out there. If, we have to keep seeing that. If I see the, – the way my scenario would be is the Giants get the opening kickoff, and it's a drive. It takes them a little while, but they put it in the end zone. Packers come out, and they're playing from behind. They go right down, spreading the ball around, running the football, doing what it is they do. Because New York is not terrible against the run. They're better against the run than they are against the pass. 100%. But you begin to then exploit that very young secondary. Aaron Rodgers takes advantage of it. He goes to Devontae. He goes to Geronimo. He goes to Marquez. He goes to Jimmy Graham. You, you score. You're at a tie ball game. Your defense gets a stop. And after that, you put the gas down. And you're doing it by getting it to everybody and doing what it is you do best, run the football, mixing some passes, good down and distance on third down, and converting on third downs. Then I become a little more of a believer, and I say, okay, good win, you know, 30 to 10, 30-14, 35-14, yeah. something like that. That's, but put up a bunch of points. But, but get that offense going again. Yes. Okay, then I become a believer that, okay, they maybe have more confidence in this offense because then you're going to have to come back home and you're going to back it up against Washington, not a good team. Then you're going to face another good defense in the Bears because the Bears are a good defense. They just their offense and Mitch Trubisky is just atrocious. And their well, they're play quarterback calling, by a high school kid. Yeah, and their and their play calling with Matt Matt Nagy has has gone completely south. I don't have much belief in him anymore. Yep. And then that sets you up for what you're about to face over in in Minnesota. And then you have a good showing in Minnesota. That's the way I believe everything's back on the track. If you come out and you're bouncing back and forth and you're going three and out. And yep. You're, you know, what, 4 of 11 on third down or something oh, like that for the day, and you win 27-17, yep. 27-20, something in that range. It's, it's a win. You know, you get your ninth win of the season. You give nine and three compared to where you were, hey, it's, it's completely an uptick because normally sure. last year you'd lose that game. Right. But that tells me that you're not ready for the prime and time when it goes deep in the postseason. And you're capitalizing on a third-place schedule. I think this is the other part of the equation that has not necessarily been brought up much of you're playing a third place schedule. I mean, the, the beginning of the year was tough because of where you had to start the year. You had to right. start the year in Chicago. Then you had to play all those division games front loaded with a new head coach. Yeah. But you were playing a schedule of a bunch of third place teams in the NFC. That's why you got Carolina. That's why you got some of these lower level teams that you're going up against. But, Bill, you've done this postgame show long enough, too. For, for you coming into a game like this, you can't really break down certain matchups that you see the one-on-one -on -one scenarios. It's no, got to be collective right. position groups. But right? I'll say this. If, if this is with three young guys, unreally tested guys in that secondary uh, that they have because they're so banged up back there, if you don't have a big day, the only reason you wouldn't have a big day is because their defensive front is putting pressure on Rodgers, and Rodgers doesn't have time to throw the ball, That's which is going to be even more disappointing. But if you don't have big numbers coming out of Marquez, coming out of Geronimo, coming out of Devontae, even coming out of Jimmy Graham, you know, Aaron Jones out of the back, if you don't have big numbers in the passing game throwing the football, and now, if you get a lead and you're relying on the run, that's different. But if you don't have big numbers in the passing game, at least for some big hitters, say 25, 30 yards downfield, you got to walk away feeling a little bit disappointed. And then, and then that's the validation to say, Devontae's not a number one because you're going against chumps in that you secondary. Be able to and if you're not going to get off on them, you're not getting off on anybody. Is, is Alan Lazard now your number two receiver? It's oh, not Geronimo Allison. Sure seems like he's the only other one that's somewhat trusted by Aaron. Yeah, Geronimo Allison is more of a – he's your safety valve guy. He's oh. an over-the-middle. He's a quick out guy and then see what he can do. Marquez uh, Valdez Scanling is downfield. Is he's got to become a better route runner, more, a little One more trick crisp. pony. Put yeah. the arm up and. But uh, but yeah, Alan Lazard has become that guy. But you know what? 
we, we kind of want to pigeonhole somebody into that second. True. But the second is everybody else. There's Devontae and everybody else yes. as far as targets go. Because one week it'll be Jimmy Graham will get seven targets. The next week it's Aaron Jones. The next week it's Geronimo. The next week it's Marquez. The next week it's Mercedes Lewis, you know. They, they do spread the ball around. It's just that the, the you know, behemoth amount of targets are going to go to, to Devontae. I mean, Proven's been putting 30 targets in the last three games. And they're two and one. Or and, one and two. And those me. numbers. And, and look at the points per game. I mean, those four games that you were going without Devontae Adams, sure, you were playing 27 or better. Yeah, and they were blowing teams out left and right. 27 or better. And, and they were getting the ball to so many different team players and being able to beat teams in the two ways that you want to. You're establishing the run and then getting your playmakers out in space. I, I think back to when you and Brian Noble used to do the postgame show a lot, mm -hmm. and it would be trying to beat somebody else at their game. There really isn't one game that the Packers want to play is there like there, there's not a way that you go into a game saying this is how they want to this is the Packers identity right the, the Packers identity was starting to come together yeah you felt know, like that, it. that we don't know it we're going to manage it we're going to run it down your throats we're going to do it for many different ways we're going to spread the ball around and Aaron Rodgers is going to be the puppet master from all different aspects of the field and now it's kind of gotten back to Aaron's going to hold on to the ball. He's going to pat it. He's going to scramble. He's going to look for the open man downfield. He's going to point and then eventually either throw it away, take a sack, or it's going to fall incomplete. I'll say this. This will make me feel better this week if the offensive line does not have a single penalty. You know, I mean, and, and maybe they get sure. one or something. But I yeah. mean, to the point where, like you had mentioned earlier, these penalties have killed drives. They put them in third and long, second and long, all these, you know, long-distance type of situations. And there you go, Rodgers holding on with the ball. Quite frankly, what I would love to see is LaFleur coming out with kind of a modified two-minute offense just to get things going. And that way it's, too, you know, you're, you're just you're trying yep. to just shoot it I off agree. to guys who are open and not – waiting for something to develop, you know, downfield. And you know what? I'm going to give Devontae Adams some credit. Maybe that toe, maybe he's not fully 100%. He, he can't be 100%, sure. right? So well, you're not he doesn't have the injury. So right. he doesn't have the explosiveness that maybe he had somewhat before. And so modify the offense, you know? And they should have done that during the game this past week, and he didn't. they didn't do it. And Collinsworth that, had a really, really good point to exactly what you're saying, where – this team doesn't appear like they are built to get into a game like that. And, and it doesn't seem like they believe that they can win games where they have to get into a two-minute offense. Like, they're not going – they're not built to be quick strike. And, and I think that's where a lot of the problems lie with Aaron Rodgers, that he's he's the quick strike. He, he's the, the walking Hail Mary. He's the walking free play. And, and right. when you have that for so long and it's part of your repertoire – that you're able to call upon in so many different spots. They just they don't fit that identity. They don't fit that mold. And I think we all do want to see them in that situation. Rodgers, shotgun, line up here. I'm going to give the thumbs up. Devontae, that's a go. I'm going to give the hang loose over here. And Lazard knows that's a 15-yard post. Yep. There's just not that feel to this offense, and it really hasn't been at all because I don't think that's the football team they're building. Does this team have enough not to win it, but to get to an NFC Championship game. Yeah, they do. They just have to have the right ball, the ball break their, the right way. They haven't lost a game where they've gotten a turnover. Right. Where they, they forced right. turnovers, that they haven't lost a game yeah. like that. And for teams that get hot at the right time, 
And let me know if you guys think differently. You have great quarterback play, and you have a great pass rush. You got two dudes that probably are going to end up at the Pro Bowl, pass rushing the rushing the passer. Absolutely. If they get on one of those tears, that can carry you to that NFC title game. I don't know if they have enough to win it. I don't know if they have enough to get into the Super Bowl or whatever that comes into. But I think they have the right concoction that they can capitalize on getting hot at the right time. Got to be healthy. You'd say it all the time. Got to be healthy. Got to be good. Got to be hot at the right time. And you got to have luck. Luck. Yeah. You know, that's, luck, that's, man. that's that's yeah. one of the things. And they've had that this year. And you December, know, for the most part. They should be able to roll through this December schedule and set themselves up. And the best you know, thing is a really have. good point, Bill. They have gotten the ball. The ball has bounced their way a they, lot It has. I, I will say this. When people want to kind of knock some of their wins, they were without Devontae Adams going into Dallas. They had yep. just lost Devontae. It's a huge so win. That was, uh, th- that was a big win down there. Oh, we you know, regardless of where Dallas is right now, that's a big win. Yeah. Going into Kansas City, people say, well, you got lucky because you didn't face Patrick Mahomes. Well, you know what? The the Vikings faced him the very next week and got beat. Got beat. Yep. So how good was that win by the Packers? And that was on the road at night. Right. One of the yeah. most hostile environments in pro football. And so they like, won that game. Yep. And, and, that's and they Chicago- won that game somewhat going away. And, Bill, we were at that Chicago game. Dude, that was a ramped up environment. That, that was, was they were one, juiced. Yeah, they kicked the Bears in the crotch and sent their season reeling. Really, because the Bears yeah. really believed that this was a yes. Super Bowl team. Hundred percent. I could and not agree with you more. And when they got beat, I really believe the mentality, the ego, the air flew right out of the balloon of the Chicago Bears, and, and yeah. that completely derailed the Bears' season. That the only thing the Bears have to play for to right play, now man. is that possibly they could come into Lambeau Field and extract some revenge. Other 100%. than that, their season's done. They're playing spoilers. So That's they're going to exactly try to right. spoil you in set, uh, 15, and they get the Vikings in week 17. So they're going to try to play spoiler against both of those two teams. I do think they are good enough, that Bears defense, to win one of those games, but they're going to need, like we just said, they're, they're going to need the ball to bounce the right way. The yeah. Bears were one of those teams that came from worst to first last year yeah. because the ball bounced their way seemingly every Look, single Matt time. Look, Matt Nagy called a hell of a year last year. He he let Mitch Trubisky kind of be within himself, but Matt Nagy's biggest problem is Matt Nagy. That, he tries to be the smartest guy in the room all the damn time and has no reality that if you're going to win in the National Football League, you have to have a semblance of a this, run game. You have to dude, have something because he you don't have Aaron Rodgers under center. No. It's Mitch freaking Trubisky. And a rookie running back. And a rookie running back, who I like, and I wish they would use a little bit more, but their offensive line now is so banged up. And my favorite part is this dude had the audacity to come up to the microphone in the National Football League and say, I was not brought in to run the I formation. (laughs) No, you know what? Right. Actually, Matt, you're right. You were brought in to win football games. So do whatever that means to win a football game. And by the way, Matt knew, you know, he, he knew what he was getting into with Trubisky. I mean, he was there. So, you know, it's not like he can wash his hands of it. He's He was brought in to make Trubisky better, and for one year he did because he allowed Trubisky to be Trubisky. Get and on the wrong. that, yep. he just wanted to be the smartest guy in the room <laughs> and run all these different plays. And, and some of this stuff, you're, you're – I mean, even that opening night, I'm thinking, what are you doing? You're running this reverse, and the Packers are eating you up, and you, you're getting killed in the backfield, and – it, it just some of the stuff he runs, you just kind of think, okay, that's why Mac Nagy is considered the guy that tries to be the smartest guy in the room and continues to, you know, subsequently. Wayne fail on called it. it arrogance last year when I, he, he ran. He took a ton of heat for that. When he ran that reverse, right? right. And they fumbled the ball and almost had the Packers the be arrogance. Yeah, it was of Mac Nagy. Yes. <laughs> no, I hey, I, I completely agree. And and I remember he ended up going on uh, on uh, maybe it was a score. 
He ended up. Yes, he, went, he did uh, go on the score, score and they they kind of ripped him a little bit down there, and then they then they buried the hatchet, and things became better. But yeah, if I remember that's correctly. a that's one of those teams too where I will just smile for the next 10, 15 years to know that team didn't even bring in Deshaun Watson for a workout. Yeah, and how Ryan Pace has a job, I have no idea. Yeah, a workout. Ryan Pace, look, you, you ran your course. national champion. You, you mortgaged the future for a guy that's kind Just of a, nothing more than a, a glorified high school quarterback. I mean, he really is. Man. Kind of a clown. And you, you, you bring in Matt Nagy, who appeared to be good, but – you know, still has his own issues, and maybe he's just still learning. And you give him a little more time. You, you, Vic Fangio left, and I really believe that was the heart and soul because Vic Fangio was yes. the guy that he was the guy that dictated the defense, which dictated the rest of that team. And he's going to get a, he's going to get credit until his death for the Khalil Mack trade, and understandably so. But can we all agree? Any of us sitting here at Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th could have pulled off the freaking Khalil Mack trade. They got Let me go get the best defensive player how, in football. How, how, Sign how me this? up. They offered the same thing the Packers offered. And the Raiders said, "You're going to suck more. Let's go with you." Yeah, right. They got they got the nod because they believed their draft choice was going to be higher than the Packers because they believed they were going to suck more. Mm -hmm. So that's what it came down to was who was going to suck more. There you go. <laughs> Just amazing stuff. Yeah. It really is. Before, and then they turned that into their new starting running back. Before this show goes careening off the uh, off the rails into the gutter, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Just grab that wheel, baby. Just, I thought I'd throw it right back on the rails. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, start to look around the rest of the National Football League. We've got a great docket of games coming up on Thursday and then this weekend and then Monday night. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Huddle brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Coming up right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. We are broadcasting live at Coach's Pub and Grill here on South 13th Street in Milwaukee. If you want to come on by and say hi. And uh, we are joined by Drew Burgoyne of CBS 58. Baby Towns, Billy Schmidt from 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan, as we sit here and wax nostalgic about some of the travel days. Oh, man, <laughs> just great so stuff. The, uh, the road trips you, we used to take um, were, and I'm not going to give the specifics on the teams, but some of them were, th those, were th those were back in the day parties. Yeah, that's right. We'll I'm telling you, this I have seen. I, I could die tomorrow. And business say I've seen is just so unfair. I've seen everything. I, I get. I got into this business at the complete wrong time, Drew. I'm telling you, man. I, it I, it I really is weird clean. nowadays guys are very conscious of you know, Twitter and Instagram. Because of this thing. Yeah, because everybody's got a no. phone. Everything that's done is now done in private. There's my generation it, really ruined everything. Didn't some we? of the stuff yeah. you'll get uh, if you go to a club or something, you would get. You'd see the guys, and then I'll say, okay, this is. This is on a, on a download, right? You, you were cool about it. You know, yeah, look, for sure. And I, I, there's been a couple of times where I've called teams over some things that I thought were of concern, and I said, look, it's no concern of mine unless it affects the play on Sunday or the play tonight or whatever, you know. Yep. Um, but they're always appreciative. You know, just, hey, they want to keep an eye on their guys, don't want anybody to get in trouble. You certainly don't want to have to report on it, you know, if you don't have to. Well, and that's um, the biggest thing. I don't want to do this. That's not what, I, that's not what we that's signed not what up we're for. for. No, no, I agree. Uh, but if you <laughs> – you know, if, if you're on the road and you see a guy and, you know, you know you're getting back late. You right. Know, you probably had too many at, a, uh -huh. we'll say, a steakhouse, you know, and you're way too, to too many at a steakhouse. And you know one of the guys who was supposed to be back long time ago is still at the steakhouse. You kind of think, okay, tomorrow now you got to kind of see if this guy plays worth a darn. You we know, got to figure this out a little so bit. So what do you say and what do you not say? You know, say, ah, oh, you looked off today. 
And then you throw out the occasional, you know, must have been up late last night. Or yeah. maybe, maybe, <laughs> Could a have been a too much, maybe a little bit too much here on the road trip. Or you had family and friends in town that distracted him. You know? <laughs> yeah, a lot of friends. You didn't say you saw him over at the club, you know. And exactly. He, and, and he was he was the guy at the pounding on the ATM going, I need more, I need more. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so. well, and how much of that, too, is, is when these guys are, are learning in, in a different situation, completely different time frame. Think about that 82 Brewers team. Oh, my God. Playing in, today's, yeah. playing in today's day and age. Now, I know stories over the, over time will get exaggerated, but if the stories at the basis were true, um, that you you know, I, I know this. Uh, I, a friend of mine is Marty Brenneman, who uh, just went, he's in the Hall of Fame yeah. with the Reds and just retired. And he had himself some fun. But Marty had some fun with play, hanging with the Big Red Machine, and Marty was actually going to write a book and just talk about all the exploits and all the, the circumstances on the road and the travel and how big that team got. And there were certain guys that paid him not to write the book. My favorite thing that Marty Brenneman talked, uh, Brian Anderson did a, a story with Robert Murray about just like what Marty meant to him because yeah. Brian learned a lot from Marty. And, and Marty had done it for a lot of guys. He said, the most important thing Marty Brenneman taught me was when to go away. When to go away. Is when this is time for me to leave. Yeah. I, I, I've told this story before. When they closed County Stadium, the Reds were the last team here. Uh, before they and they were the last team here two years in a row because remember big blue collapsed and then they had to kind of pick things right. up and it delayed it by a it's year. Supposed to be Millennium Ballpark. So Jack McKeon was their head, was their manager, and I never forget because Trader Jack stole the rosin bag. He was he was out, everybody's shaking hands and everybody's getting the staging ready for the end of County Stadium, and Jack looks around and grabs the rosin bag and puts it in his pocket and walks <laughs> away. I'll never forget that. So it's it's late at night. We do our our you know Bob does his soliloquy, turns out the lights. We did a post game show for a while, and then I headed with uh, you know the guys over the Fister, and because that was the last game of the season, the Reds stayed overnight, one sure. more night, and then they left the next day. So all the celebs are up there. There's Robin. There's Paul Molitor. There's you know Mark Loretta. You had Fuzzy Thurston, Bart Starr. I mean everybody is up there, right? And Hank was back, and and so we're all sitting up there, and uh, and I'm sitting up there next to Marty, and there's this like an Algonquin round table of greatness. And, I mean, ESPN broadcasters, Berman and, and everybody, Linda Cohn was there, and everybody's up there. And they're telling these stories, and I started to lean forward. I was going to say something. I don't even know what the hell the story was, but I was going to interject some personal experience. And Marty grabs me by the arm and looks at me and says, shut up. There's absolutely nothing you can add to this conversation. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> And, I, and I've always remembered that because there's times just shut up. Shut up and listen. Some of the best things you can possibly do are just shut the hell up. Yep. We're going to go ahead and take a look around the rest of the National Football League. you got the first game uh, this Turkey Day, which is going to be the Bears on the road taking on the Lions. The Lions right now ailing at quarterback. Third stringers are going in. The Bears coming off of a victory this past weekend, uh, sitting at 5-6. and six. They believe if they get back to 500, they still have some type of a shot, and God himself is going to come down and point his finger in the Bears' direction. Good for them. And they're going to go to the postseason. I, I don't believe that. Yeah, I saw some of their fans talking about run the table and said, just stop, get some help. Uh, even if you run the table, it ain't, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Yeah, even if you run the table, it the ain't NFC happening. The NFC is way too good this year. I don't think yeah. you're getting in with 10 wins. So they could no. even run the table, and it isn't going to well, happen. That's the biggest thing. You're going to need at least 11 to get into this dance. Right. So I'm, I'm going to say, even though the Bears get a win this weekend, or this Thursday, this Turkey Day, uh, they're not going to the playoffs. Uh, and it will be an ugly one. If I had to pick a score in this one, I would probably pick, like, 22 <laughs> right. to 18. Yeah, 19 you know? to 7. <laughs> Yeah, Some real ugly. Like yeah. Some real stupid number yeah. just because it's just two bad football teams.
Yep. One of my favorite parts is, too, somehow you're going to see the Bears miss a field goal, and everybody is going to oh, lose yeah. their collective minds. I think the Bears squeak one out in this one, but let's be honest. This is one of those where you're basting the turkey, you're doing the stuffing, you're mashing the potatoes, and it's going to be out of the back. I'm dancing with the turkey. If this game even gets even gets entertaining, I'm yeah. going to dance with the turkey. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you got the Bills are on the road taking on the Cowboys. Bills at 8-3, and three, Cowboys at 6-5, and five, desperate need of a win. Their coaching staff's been put on notice by the mighty gargoyle. Uh, I, I'm going to say the Bills on the road get a win in this one. Two road teams on Turkey Day getting a win. I like the Bills. I, don't, I, I think they've got some momentum, and I think the Cowboys are, you know. Cowboys they, have not beaten a, a team with a winning record all season long. And also the Bills are looking for a signature win. And I think this is one of those biggest ones that this Josh Allen, for them. he's going to get an opportunity on a national stage to show what he can do. Second year quarterback who's who's playing really, really well and doing everything that you want a second year player to do. Also, he doesn't have to worry about Leighton Vander Esch taking his head off because he's not going to play in this game. I like the Bills, too. Yeah, it's for then playoffs got, for them. You got so. the Saints on the road, nine and two, taking on the Falcons three and eight. Saints got beat by the Falcons just a few weeks ago. Yeah. In New Orleans, uh, I'm going to take all three road teams on Turkey Day. The Saints get the win, go to 10 and two. The Falcons take a beating, and uh, they they just may rename Mercedes-Benz Stadium to Old Jalopy Stadium. <laughs> yeah, I got the Saints winning and covering. They're giving a touchdown. I think it could be closer to 10. Agree. If it really had to be, I don't yeah. think it's going to be much closer. Big game on Sunday: the 49ers on the road taking on the Ravens. 49ers sitting at 10 and one. Ravens at nine and two. Lamar Jackson just ran all over L.A. And this Rams. is a noon game. And it is a noon game. Okay. So uh, I'm I'm taking the Ravens at home. Ooh. I think the Ravens get the win, but I think it's a little bit closer uh, than some think. The Niners are getting six points on the road. Now, tough when you're traveling coast to coast, right, to right. go play West near Coast the teams don't fare nearly as well going to the Especially East in a noon game. I just don't know how quickly they're able to respond. But I do think... They corral Lamar Jackson a lot better than a lot of teams have been able to do just because of the fresh bodies they can bring up front. So I think the Ravens win, but I think the Niners cover the six. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Ravens as well. Panthers at home at 5-6, and six, taking on the Redskins at 2-9. and nine. Redskins coming off of a victory. Uh, but uh, I'm still going to say the Panthers uh, get the win just because. I, I, I don't have a lot of rooting interest in this game, but I no, think the Panthers are just good game. enough to knock off of a bad Redskins yeah. team. Although Dwayne Haskins... He's not played terribly. He's still making his own. He hasn't mistakes, played as bad as I thought he was. Gonna. I thought he would be bad as just I don't like the Ohio State quarterbacks for whatever reason. But I think that he's at least going to give them a little bit of hope. And the Redskins will play well, but I think the Panthers about, get them. How about dude going and taking a selfie with somebody in the crowd right? before the game was over? There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It, well, there maybe. Yeah, I mean, depending on what kind of <laughs> selfie we're taking. Right. And Brett Favre style might be a little bit worse. I will go with the Panthers. I think Christian McCaffrey runs wild. Yeah, I think I think the Panthers easily take care of the Redskins. Yeah. Jets on the road at 4-7, and seven, coming off of their party. The Bengals 0-11 going back to Andy woo. Dalton. I'm taking the Bengals with their first win oh, of the Oh, here we go. And how do they celebrate a win like that in the city of Cincinnati? Skyline chili and a lot of gas on Monday. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. That's the big unit special. If, if you celebrate this win in any way, shape, or form, you should only hit the pinata that is Mike Brown, their owner, and call it a day. I just don't celebrate anything. Not it's the pray, Mason Rudolph pray, pinata no, with your pray, helmet. Pray to God that you are just out of the record books. You know that's it. Who's coaching the Bengals? Uh, some Zach guy Taylor. Yeah, Zach Taylor. Some yeah, guy okay. that was a beer vendor somewhere at some point in time. Then they give him an extension. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, they'll give him. A I, I think he actually was at his homecoming dance. 
closer to the point of when he's able to cash his first Social Security check. So I'm going with Sam Darnold and my boys, the New York Jets. They cover this game as well. They're giving three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets. We're going to come back and roll through the rest of this relatively quick as we have BSed a lot in this half hour. So we're (laughs) going to be back. Final segment coming up with the Bill Michaels Huddle brought to you by Bud Light right after this. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> Wasn't like Pinera, like she was a kicker or something. Like that. I'm telling you right now. Hey now. So how are we looking? How are we looking over there? I love okay. this show, man. man. Oh, man, I'm telling you. We've learned a lot not of like, very uh, interesting stories. Not like Eddie Pinheiro down there for uh, Chicago. No he, chance. No he's, chance. He's he, got a leg, man. Or who, a leg on there. Or who was my man that used to have the uh, used to have like the little steel plate in his Oh, that was Dempsey. Shoe? Yeah. Dempsey had half a foot. Uh, no Dempsey. He, he had a 63-yarder doing the old straight-on kick, too. He booted <laughs> at 63 yards yelling, Oyich, like that donkey did in that, in that Disney film from years ago. Uh, let's do this. we got to get through the rest of these real quick before we get into a story that's going to get us all fined by the FCC. Uh, you got the Titans on the road. By the way, Drew Burgoyne from CBS 58 is here. Bill, Bill Baby Taos from 105.7 and 1250 AM. Uh, the Phantom Milwaukee's here. The Titans on the road taking on the Colts. Guys, who you got? I like the Colts. I like the Colts, too. I think that's a really, really good football team. Hoping Derrick Henry keeps going, though, because he might be the best back in football. Yeah, he's good, yeah. I'm taking the Colts as well. The Buccaneers on the road taking on the Jaguars. Both teams sitting at 4-7. and seven. I like the Jaguars just because they're at home and because I will never pick the Buccaneers because I simply can't trust them. Well, and, and two, their quarterback's not literally addicted to throwing interceptions. I'm, James Winston likes throwing interceptions like an addict likes drugs. Correct. I mean, the yeah, guy yeah. just loves yeah. it. Yep. Uh, you got the Eagles, 5-6 and six on the road, taking on the Dolphins. This is a no-brainer. Eagles looking to get back into it. I'll take the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, they're right, right there for a division, you know, could be right up there. So They're That's trying. Yeah, they're trying to hang with what the, the, the Dallas Cowboys are putting together. And they're, they're a legitimate ball club that, that's really, really banged up, though. The offensive line, we think the Packers are going through some things. They're really, really dang. Got the Browns and the Steelers. The Steelers are at home. I'm taking the Steelers because I still uh, believe the Browns, they have to clear that hurdle. I just don't think they're capable of doing it yet. Even though they have strung some wins together, I'm taking the Steelers at home. I told you I was going to bring you some winners, Billy. Browns on the road to cover the two and a half. Steelers 5-1 and one since they started the season at 1-4. and four. Oh, Just well, an FYI. The only one loss yeah. to that Cleveland Browns yeah, team. There you have it. Uh, you got the, did you pick? Drew? I'm going to go with the Steelers. Got the Steelers? Yeah. Okay. Rams on the road, 6-5, and five, taking on the 3-7-1 Cardinals. Kyler Murray gets his signature win. I am going with Kyler Murray. I am, too. The Rams team. are just a mess. Rams yeah. were dump-trucked in that game the other night. Yep. Uh, the Chargers on the road, 4-7 and seven against the Broncos, who are sitting at 3-8 and eight right now. I think the Chargers get the win, and I think Vic Fangio is starting to wonder if he's going to be a one-and-done out there in Denver. Yeah. I'm wondering if, if John Elway's coming back. There's been some rumors that uh, he'll survive, but will he want to come back? Yeah, that's a that's a big rebuild. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll take. He's got he's got his hands full, and he's not going to be able to do it with free agents like he did the first time. No, no, that's right. No, Uh, you got the Raiders on the road at six and five, who just got smoked by the Jets. They're going into Kansas City, who is sitting at seven and four. As much as I think the Raiders are going in there with something to prove, I think Kansas City at home just going to be a little bit too strong. I'll pick the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. Yeah, yeah I think I think the Raiders cover the spread, but I think the Chiefs end up getting a win coming off a of bye. I think they're just too good. Yeah, Chiefs are starting to get in a little bit of a push now. So 
And Mahomes is back. He's healthy. Their yeah. defense is playing just a little bit better, too. so we'll see. Uh, the Texans at home at 7-4 and four with Deshaun Watson and company and, and a banged-up defense. Taking on the Patriots, who are 10-1. and one. Now, the Patriots, when they play teams that are over 500, they dump truck. I shouldn't say dump truck because they really didn't. They, they beat the, the Dallas Cowboys in a monsoon. They got dump trucked by a very good Ravens team. I'm taking the Texans at home. Yeah, and, and I really want to because I really think Deshaun Watson's the best player on the field. Uh, but with that offensive line that is in front of him, I think that Patriots team does just enough to squeak out a win on the road and keep themselves in position for the number one overall seed. Patriots, that defense is, um, you know, is pretty good. So, Then you got the Vikings sitting at 8-3 and three and the 9-2 and two Seahawks on uh, Monday Night Football, and I'm, I can't wait for this one. Uh, really the, the Vikings don't get a win on the road, not in, not in Seattle. No. I, I, just, I just don't think they do. I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks to go to 10, although I am kind of, in a way, rooting for the Vikings. For sure, and I just can't. Because just, of the standing. I just cannot pull, and I cannot believe that Kirk Cousins is going to be able to go on the road in that kind of hostile no, environment and get no. a win. I just don't believe it. And Kirk Cousins is closing in on 10 wins, but he's never won more than 10. Yeah. I, I like the Seahawks, and anytime we can put a little, you know, a little room between the Vikings, you know, you got to win your division. Yep. So I'm. I'm no doubt about it. Yeah. That's the number one thing yeah. is get this division, get the NFC North, and get yourself back to supremacy. In that Ten spot. wins, division, and then whatever else. All right, Mike McCarthy. Packers are on the road. They're in New York at uh, MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. And an eight and three Packers taking on the two and nine Giants. I'm going to take the Packers by a score of 31-17 to get the win in this contest. And I still may not feel 100% about this team when they come out of there, but at least they get a win and they go to nine wins in the season. 34-10. Packers are going to get the win. <sighs> I, I'm going to say Packers winning, but um, I don't know. I just don't have a lot of confidence right now with the offense and scoring over 30 points. So I'm going to take it uh, 27 to, I don't know, 17, something like that. Guys, always fun. We had a blast this tonight. Was a lot Billy, of fun. this was yeah. a lot of fun. Thanks, man. We should actually tape the off-the-air comments more so than <laughs> the on-the-air. But nevertheless, time for us to get here. Thanks to coming for coming out to Coach's Pub and Grill tonight and hanging out with us on South 13th Street of Milwaukee. Thanks to Baby Tosh, Bill Schmidt, also Drew Burgoyne from CBS 58. Time for us to go. Have a go and see Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.